0: The Law Report with Michael Matwening bill Kaya FM
1: 95.9 A very good evening to you and welcome to The Law Report. My name is Michael Matwinning bill It's very good to be with you this Wednesday evening where today we'll be traversing two topics. The first top topic is about corporal punishment in your home, whether you can um, uh, hit your kid um, in your home uh, and what the law says about that. This was quite a, an interesting development just last week. Um, about that question so helping me to to deal with that whom is uh, I'll introduce uh, in a moment, but in the second part we're gonna be talking about Something very interesting that's been happening over the last couple of weeks and that pertains to the case of uh, Mr. Moyo and old mutual um, It seems like it's Different dimensions are emerging with time. And uh, Mr. Eric Mabuza, who's the attorney for Mr. Moyer, is going to be joining me um, on the line, helping us just to understand what's been happening with that case. We understand that the court um, has gone as far as um, uh, ruling that the behavior of old mutual in that case is, is in contempt of court. But he'll speak on that. So that's the second part of that show where, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting where a court says somebody must be reinstated and then the company refuses to reinstate that person. I think that's something that would be important to most of us and I certainly do look forward to engaging with Mr. Mabuza on that one. Um, but for now, um, you know, everybody's got a different reaction to this one where you are, you have a kid and your kid, and you can imagine raising children, different ages, different needs, different demands, even demands from you as a parent and and now the judgment says, well, you can't hit your child, even moderately, even, you know, you, you, can't, you can't hit your child. Um, and, and, and I was quite interested because, one, I was interested because I'm also a parent. Um, and, but the other reason I was interested was, what do you think about it? Um, you got kids, you're raising kids. Is corporal punishment in the home? A good thing is—is uh, is, is, I mean, do you agree with the judgment that says, "Well, you can't do it anymore"? Um, is it—is it even possible? You know, is the naughty corner, as it were, effective, or—or um, or, or is it—is it time um, for us to learn new ways? I mean. We kind of say, I mean, I was having a discussion with somebody and they were saying, you know, I don't know, um, you know, how these judges could come to that ruling because the very same judges were themselves subjected to corporal punishment. And look at them today. They're judges. You know, that's on the lighter note, of course, but, but an interesting point still. It's, I think it's still significant, um, to say, you know, has corporal punishment Helped us, or perhaps the other view to that joke is: Are we perhaps such a violent society because we were hit at school, we were hit at home, and 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 therefore there is a lot of there is a lot of depth to this discussion, I think, and I do look forward to engaging with you. What do you think? What do you think about this? Um, and I think everybody seemed to agree quite readily when when corporal punishment was was, was declared unlawful in, in schools, but it was left alone for a bit, um, in our homes. And, and, you know, for whatever reason, but a lot of us having grown up being hit, and, 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 and of course hit does vary, you know, um, you, 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 you you're hitting somebody moderately and inflicting, s- um, serious assault, serious bodily, uh, bodily injuries, Th- that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a, a situation where like you're hitting your kid, like it's bad, but th- the one that the court was seized with or was deciding um, was, was actually the, 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 the moderate punishment, even though the case that presented was not a moderate punishment, but it that's the issue, you know, where you no, know, e- even if you just hit a little bit and h- however you define a little bit, that's what the court was seized with. So, I look forward to engaging with you. The number to dial zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. 086 00959. Thank you very much, Mike, and
0: uh, good to see you relaxed. Yes. Uh, you're not printing the money on the N1. Uh, <laughs> the
1: billboards are still going up. Yeah, you do know that some jokes do get stale. With
0: time
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I said, give us a call. The number to dial um, uh nine six Nine five wrong one <laughs> I almost gave up my cell phone number <laughs> all right, do you look forward to uh to your calls so i mean let me start here you know for those of us who haven 't read the judgment what is um what 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 are the facts in the judgment and what was uh, found by the court
0: you 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 indicated earlier mike that uh it's, and, and it was quite interesting the way you packaged it because I, I think it's instructive for this discussion in the sense that you said I think you used your exact wording was some of us readily agreed when it when it when when there was a judgment that spoke about corporate punishment in, in respect of schools and so yeah. forth. Um, and, and that case is the uh, Christian education case where effectively what the issue was was that the, this was a Christian school. Yes. And parents were saying if i take my child to the school i am handing over parental responsibility to the teacher who is in this school and therefore they are in my stead and if they administer moderate corporal uh, corporal punishment on my child they are doing so on my behalf and it is it is confirmed biblically that that is permissible in terms of their christian beliefs and therefore uh, uh, the court should say that kind of punishment is, is 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 constitutional, and the court didn't agree with that view and still said that corporate punishment, even within the context of the school, uh, even
1: as against religion, yes,
0: yeah. And interestingly, the court said we are living, we are deliberately omitting the question about corporate punishment in your home, which is this case now, that, yeah, which so, comes
1: years later,
0: yes. Yeah. But if 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 you are saying, Mike that people readily agreed yeah. that the administration of, of corporate punishment within the school was something problematic. The underlining issue in that judgment was that there is a constitutional right to, be, to, to on a child in particular to be free from all forms of violence, whether private or public. correct, uh, And that the child has a right to dignity. There is no fundamental difference then With this case, because in this issue, the violence is being administered on the minor child by the same parent who are saying, I've handed over my responsibility to the teacher. Indeed. So uh, there is no, there's
1: no substantive difference. Well, 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 I think, I think not in the judgment, but I mean, you know, why why, why I would have sort of uh, made that proposition early on is a, a, a teacher and a parent one one moves from the premise that a, a parent is more comes from a place of 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 love and is less trained right so there's the love element where it's your child you 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 gave birth to the child right and there's sort of like a an assumption that you would care deeper um uh, so and and i think you know that that's sort of one but two as a teacher i would assume that you are better trained to handle children that's your J-O-B. That's dangerous. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. So, so to handle children in this sense, in other words, to not need to resort to violence or corporate punishment, corporal punishment, where you're saying to a kid, you know, like... like Part of the curriculum as teachers in you psychology. you're on a dangerous path. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: right, right, you're on a dangerous right. path. If you also <laughs> think I'm on, I'm on a dangerous path, please <laughs>
1: give me a call. The number is 086-00-00959. Um, that's our, a line. You can also send us a text message, 36959. Um, what do you think of the court decision to say that you may not inflict any form shape of corporal punishment to your child in your home? I look forward to, to your thoughts, your questions um, as we engage on, on this topic with my guest in the studio. So, so, so Mike, the, the
0: the point is that uh, I think Justice crickler at some point said we live in a constitutional democracy and it is the duty of everyone to abide and fulfill the objectives and uh, the values of the constitution. And the constitution says everyone, and in particular minor children, have a right not to be subjected to any form of violence. And the right to dignity, and in all matters concerning a minor child, the best interests of the minor child should prevail. Yeah, there is not demonstrable evidence, Mike, that there is a direct and proportionate relationship between not between hitting a child and their discipline. There but is, but guess, and, 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 and therefore, the proposition that so, so 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 we must pack we must pack yeah. one one issue that is beyond debate. Yeah, that there is a constitutional duty to not subject anyone. To any form of violence that's point one yeah yes and
1: so, it's, it's it stands alone and then the other one yeah. which is which is sobering i guess yes yeah. to say if the argument
0: is that let's us administer corporate punishment for the purposes of instilling discipline yeah you must then go a step further and demonstrate that there's a relationship between the, the between the use of corporate punishment and corporal. So I made so, the same mistake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is getting corporate yeah, punishment, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about him in the second half of this of this show. But for now, we're talking you know about my, corporal punishment. You know, my views are around <laughs> capital, eh? <laughs> <laughs> At least we yeah. don't make the mistake of saying capital. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So 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 th- 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 there is not demonstrable uh, dividend to be obtained um, b- uh, on the use of violence. Mm. On, on minor children and that, because if that was so, then the argument would be a different one. But if you are administering this punishment in the hope that a person behaves in a particular doesn't way, doesn't do it again, yes, yes, it, it can be it can be justified empirically. Neither can it be justified constitutionally. Mm-hmm. So, the exertion of force on the body of anyone constitute assault. So after this judgment, now it's very clear that if you even, if you exert any form of bodily pressure on a minor child, that is assault and it must be treated as such. I,
1: and and, and, and uh, I, I guess it was always going to go this way if, if, if you really think about it, because it's, it's beyond the points that you've raised about, about the link between assault itself and the, the results. In other words, does the assault have the effect of making the child behave better? In fact, it, 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 I submit, and, and I don't know what Afropolitans might think, I submit, as you do, that it doesn't. But the other problem is that there's a potential harm that it causes, right? Because now you're probably going to create a fearful child. Yeah, and you, you can produce trauma uh, mm. because
0: it's violence by its very nature. yeah. Um, uh, and in some instances, that very violence might be, might be administered wrongly. You say you have stolen a cup of sugar or a teaspoon of sugar when, in fact, the child didn't. Yeah. So, so, so it's 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 it, it, that's why earlier I was saying it's a
1: dangerous problem. So, what do we do now? What do we do now? Um, now that we can't, in, uh, you know, use corporal punishment, and and somebody suggested that if your child has been naughty, you can just go leave him at the constitutional <laughs> hill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so Justice, Chief Justice Mohen. You like hey, Chief? Not only can you talk to them to the child, you can equally pray for the child.
1: <laughs> so, there is your solution. My kids need prayer. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I know, for example, that naughty corner doesn't doesn't work; is no longer effective for my six year old. Yeah, right. So, and 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 it, it it looks like as parents, we probably have a. Um, a, a bigger responsibility is to think of new ways, because the way we were taught coming up as uh, as kids ourselves we were taught about we, we were not we were shown corp, corporal punishment that's how we were disciplined, yeah like that even go make you you know choose your own stick <laughs> like, and it's, it's like and decide where you want to be hit like it sounds like Hitler kind of stuff right <laughs> where they make you choose your own. Stick. <laughs> um so so that's the one and then we watching tv um and um and as we come up and we go to schools and we make general general observations then people are talking about actually um you know you can ask the kid to go to a naughty corner uh or face the wall but then again there's other studies that say well actually that's not good because you you are then psychologically also instilling Another, another thing in the child that says that, you know, if they are there, then they kind of isolated and that in turn has other adverse consequences where he, he or she might then accept that I'm a naughty child. Yeah. And therefore, because this is the reputation I've generally earned, I kind of have to live up to it. Yeah. So it kind of, it, it's really difficult to be a parent in 2018.
0: Yeah. Well, what- I, I, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure the, those are matters that uh, those properly trained in that area can, yeah. can can help us. But let's make it very clear that yeah. the judgment of the constitutional court is correct yeah. at law. And, uh, and, and I think it should begin to punctuate people's behavior now, particularly parents. Uh, it will not help you to go to, to, a, to, a, to a prosecutor and say, this is my child. I don't agree with the judgment of the constitutional court. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, I acted in the manner in which I did. That defense of reasonable chastisement has, has effectively been uh, removed from, from, from the box. So there's a new, there's a new rule book in town.
1: And No, actually it's worse. There is no rule book. we got to kind of create one where relearn all of us. And I think think all of us, and I include myself very much because I was sobered up by a discussion I was having with a colleague here at KFM. And I said, but you know, I I hit my kids, don't you? And he said, no. I was like, whoa, and that was sobering because I expected him to say, yeah, me too, but we're going to have this debate. And he, he made the debate, not academic. He says, no, I don't. Yeah, I, I get frustrated, but this is what I do. This is, you know, I, I, I have other ways of dealing with it. And and, and, and immediately my views were changed because yeah. I could tell you now that, you know, when the judgment came out, I was like. Are you creating a nanny state? Or? <laughs> I, I was, no, I wasn't that extreme. I, 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 was, I, was, I was sort of hanging on. To this thing of, but it's moderate. Yeah. It's it's, but moderate becomes a relative concept. Also. Indeed, yeah, indeed. And I and I think from just that one conversation, and I think also as you read the case, because I think that you know the case itself tries to to, to sort of go that far to say, well, of of any kind, because you know what is moderate yeah. is is a light slap on the on the back of the hand. Is that good enough? and and, and perhaps it might be good enough for a two-year-old but for a six-year-old is that effective and then you're going to have to up it in terms of the misbehaviour of the child so so i think i'm sobered up and i hope afropolitans are are also kind of reflecting differently on 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 discipline yeah yeah no i think it's 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 the new game in town i think uh (laughs) Uh, deborah from deep cliff hello hi how are you i'm fine thank you and yourself i'm fine
3: um i i feel a bit conflicted by by this judgment that has been passed, yeah, because um, ever since corporal punishment has been taken out of schools, yeah, we've seen that the younger generation is becoming more and more bad and they act act badly they they don't respect their their elders, they cheat their elders very badly at school, yeah, because a teacher to me is an elder, yeah. So if you treat your elder badly at school and you end up attacking them, stabbing them, there's no more law. We're giving these kids so much right that they cannot, they don't want, they can do almost anything. So you're telling me if I have a child, I do not punish them. I let them do what they want to do. If the child ends up attacking me and does whatever what, who's protecting me as a
1: parent? I think the law protects you, and, and I think that's probably you know, uh, and and that's probably the the job that you and I have as 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 you know. Uh, I'm assuming you're a parent, or or at least you know, if, if you, you're certainly not speaking from a point of view of a child, so you are speaking from a point of view of of a, of a parent, whether or not it's biological. And I think us as parents, in, in whatever form we become parents we need to kind of reflect differently on how we raise kids Um, because even when you talk about the stabbings that have been disturbing that are happening at schools, you probably find that the very child that is doing the stabbing has himself been beat up at home. Um, um, But in any event, we know for sure that even in our days when there was corporal punishment, um, kids did fight our teachers. I, I, I I, I went to a school where a a a kid fought a teacher it didn't culminate in a stabbing but there was a bit of a fistfight and 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 therefore you know uh, there isn't I, I hear the frustration but but it it kind of looks to me that i have been pointing to corporal punishment as a solution but the more you engage on the issue it looks like it it actually has always been failing it's it's yeah. failed it's failed even before I was in school in the 60s and the 70s, you know. So I, I, I don't know, but I think that's, that's certainly it. But I don't think that if your child or any person attacks you, you, you need to just turn the cheek. You, you can, you, you're entitled to self-defense. Yeah?
3: Okay, I, I do get you. I, I, I feel you, man.
1: Yeah because i think i think yeah. it's 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 difficult it's kind of like it's kind of like i think corporal punishment is for us who grew up um a, a pre-constitution it's kind of like learning a computer where you're like well you know now i've got to learn this thing but once you learn it maybe we will get used to it as we did computers and now we think oh i can't do without a computer let's yeah, hope it's like that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. all right thank
3: you very much
1: yeah you wanted to say something
0: i i think the most important issue is 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 to say just like in the death penalty case in, yeah. in makwanyane the constitutional court was quite emphatic to say they can't find any empirical evidence that says that if there's a death penalty it has an effect on crime yes and if there is no empirical evidence to demonstrate that the administration of uh, corporal punishment has a relationship with the disi- with discipline yes. then i think it's using a, a hammer to kill a fly to then say well parents can continue to do what they they want they so 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 mm. the idea that this judgment is a, is a opens all kinds of misbehavior to to happen is mm. is an exaggeration i think uh, because th- there's nothing to demonstrate conclusively that there's a relationship between the two you got corporal punishment. Well, and, it does and, not and look at you. And, you, and, and, you, you and, 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 and it didn't work with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maschava, hello. Thank you so much for calling. Are you well? Hello, Chaba.
2: Oh, hi, Mike. How are you doing? I'm
1: fine, thank you. And you?
2: I'm good. Um, so I wanted to weigh in on this. So yeah. I agree with the judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the whole corporate punishment thing comes from an era where we didn't see children as people. So children didn't have inherent rights Mm. as just people to not have stuff done on them without their consent. Mm. So we then need to relearn how we deal with children. Mm. You cannot just, just because you're a parent or you brought a person into the world, per se, that you have then a right to assault that person. Mm. And if assault was a solution to behavioral problems, then why is that not being impacted on adults? Yeah. Because if that worked, then the police wouldn't need to arrest you. They'd come here and they'd beat you up. And then we See, would have that. That, <laughs> that would work, you know? So we know that it doesn't work because it doesn't work on us. But yeah. because we have been kind of sensitized to believe that we can do whatever you want with children, then it's
1: okay. Yeah. No, I think it's a very uh, good point. I think it's a very good point because, I mean, even, you know, even growing up where kids like go sit there, like almost yeah. very dismissive, will engage exactly. you when you're 18. For now, just sit at the corner. And sit
2: at the corner, shut up and listen and respect me by virtue of me being older than you. Yes, yeah, so nothing else. Yeah, Nothing else. Yeah. I don't need to show you that I I actually deserve or... I have earned your respect. As a child, you respect whomever, regardless of how they treat you. So see, there's a a very big difference in how our society has always seen children. So I I don't understand. And people always conflate discipline and hitting a person. That's right. Makes no sense. You can discipline a child without hitting them. And if you don't discipline your child, yes, they'll run rampant, they'll run Indeed. wild in the, in the streets or whatever. Indeed. But if you discipline your child, now there's a very big difference between disciplining and hitting a person. Indeed. So people must just get out of that weird mindset that you need to lay your y- hands on your child. You know what? You know
1: what? I'm part of those discipline. people, and I'm and I'm and I'm being, I'm been converted. You you're changing me. <laughs> <I'm> part, <laughs> because you know it's so, it's so hypocritical because I hit my older son. And then he if he was to hit my youngest son, I would be furious, <laughs> but forgetting that I taught him to to hit. Like, you know, if you don't agree, hit. And, yeah, and, no, but,
2: and also, doesn't that teach your child the wrong kind of coping mechanism? Indeed. So you indeed, are saying so. that if you go out into the world, someone doesn't agree with you, or you are frustrated at another person and how they're acting or what they're saying, then you have a right, in a way, to hit them. Yeah. And if you
1: no. wonder why we have violent societies? No, you spot on. you spot on. I'm going to go home and apologize to the young man. Uh, and, and Mike,
0: okay, the definition of a child in terms of the law is that you must be 18 years or older. but Younger. Or, or younger, yes. Yeah. But your mom still views you as a child. <laughs> so if you, if you think that you've misbehaved, can she clap you?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder. Actually, I well, wonder. No, yeah, that because you're still, to her, you still <laughs> remain a child. Isn't it? No, no, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So that's the first segment. Thank you so much. Um, uh, you know, I, I I think it's 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 enlightening. It's it it was it's a serious matter, but it was quite light how we engaged. So I think, uh, um, yeah, we're going to move now to corporate punishment, where the CEO um, of um, Old Mutual has been dismissed, and then he went to court and um and the court said he can go back to work and then they said no don't go don't come back and then he went back to court the court said go back and then they said again don't come back and that's corporate punishment <laughs> that's 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 what we talk about next we're back after this 18 minutes before nine o'clock we we'll continue our discussion on the law report talking about the issue of uh, mr peter moyo and old mutual and um uh, Uh, Joining us uh, is Mr. Eric Mabuza Who um, unfortunately um, couldn't uh, be uh, comfortable enough To be able to take the call And therefore we had to um, play you some music And hope you've enjoyed that Um, um, But it's certainly not part of the plan So we do apologize if if at all we've killed your momentum at all But we're back at it Uh, Mr. Ngobezitam Mdilo is still with me in the studio Uh, Ndate Mabuza, good evening And thank you so much for talking to us
4: Good evening, Michael. I'm sorry for the delay. I wanted to be comfortable so that we can have a fruitful discussion.
1: But thank you for inviting me to your show. Hundred percent. Thank you so much for for talking to us. I mean, you know, I've watched um, as as many Afropolitans, the story develop um, uh, with with the first application um, that was heard by 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 Judge Mashile. Um, and, and, and perhaps for those of us who haven't read the judgment, can you maybe just deal with the, with the facts and what led to the case going to court in the first place?
4: Well, Michael, the, the issue was quite simple. You'll recall that, uh, out of the blue, uh, all digital came and told the the public that, uh, Mr. Moy was on suspension for, for some conflict of interest. Mm. And the suspension was done without affording him his labor rights or contractual rights, in this case his contractual rights, mm. to be heard to make a representation and to to face uh, the allegations. And the suspension was followed by a termination of his uh, uh, contract. All mutual use a clause, the so-called no-fault uh, clause in, in the contract. But on top of that, they said they, they were invoking their rights in terms of the contract, no fault uh, termination. Yet at the same time said he was such a bad CEO, he's stolen money, you know, just in summary, he's done bad things, was
1: involved in conflict of interest. He had so businesses, he had businesses that were doing business, he had companies that were doing business with old neutral. It's a the, essentially, business. that's what, what you mean by he stole, they say he stole money.
4: Mm-hmm. They, they said basically, you know, in his private company, which was known, he made a, a, a dividend, declared a dividend uh, to the prejudice of all mutual when the company was owing all mutuals for some prep dividend and mm. the like, you know, that sort of thing. Mm. Essentially, when you reduce it to his bare bones, that, you know, he didn't look after the interests of all mutuals, but he looked after himself. Mm. And imagine those allegations are made in the context where you are not able to defend yourself. You are, they are not
1: even brought to you. They are. They are. You are hearing them via the media.
4: That's that's it. Because mm. in terms of the contract, his contract uh, incorporated his. Uh, you know the normal disciplinary code, which is some part of his contract. Mm. Often we forget that you know in those cases, especially for for people in Mr. Morris position, the DC is part of his contract. Mm. So he can't read the D.C. outside of his contract. In fact, his contract incorporates the D.C. code.
1: A disciplinary code.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So we, we said, we argued that the the failure to afford him is the D.C. right. You know, his so-called uh, fair labor right. Yes. Breach of the contract. Yes. So we didn't go via the labor route. We went via the contractual route to say in terms of his contract, you owed him, you were supposed to... You have given him a hearing so that he could meet the allegations that uh, were made against him. I mean, Mr. Moyo is a senior, senior employee. So he is named to be tannish like that where he could not even defend himself. Yes. That was quite unfair. Yes, indeed. Any person in his position would, uh, would, would complain about that. You and I, what we trade in is our reputation. Imagine if someone pisses your reputation like that, but you have no ability to defend yourself.
1: And, and when you went to the court, so the, ch- the challenge was premised on the, what, what, what was it, you, you know, because I, I understand that the, the first issue was around the suspension, I, uh, and you can correct me if my understanding is, is not correct. And then the second issue was on the, what they then say is the cause of, of the suspension, which is on the one hand saying it's the no fault, but on the other hand, making allegations pertaining to his, his conduct. Um, yes. So 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 was the challenge on on on, on you know uh, the the suspension and the and the reasons for this you know maybe just just unpack it perhaps in your own words. Oh. So what Remember the when, the when principal the court, challenge was
4: when when to court he had determination okay oh okay so so we challenged both the suspension that it was unlawful what did the declaration that the suspension itself was unlawful as the if it had passed. As well as the termination itself, we said it was unlawful. Mm. So we succeeded on both. But what we did, we wanted an interim restatement pending, you know, the uh, Part B where we wanted final relief. And interestingly, we succeeded on both counts. The the presiding judge, Judge Mashile, yes, declared that the suspension was unlawful, mm. as well as the, the termination, and we set it aside and reinstated Mr. Moyle pending part B. So that was the essence of the case, and that's when hell broke broke loose. All mutuals simply refused to comply with the court order. At first, and and, you know it was quite clear, it's a temporary statement. At first they said they did not understand the the nature of the relief that we got was finally in effect. You know that debate, whether it's appealable or not. We said to them, fine, if you say it's, uh, it's finally in effect and you want to the, you leave to appeal, suspend uh, the, the judgment. Let's go to court and clarify that. So they argued that the the, the finding was and in effect. Alternatively, if it was uh, interim, they wanted it to be suspended under Section 18.2, you know, of the yes. Superior Court Act. Mm. They lost on both counts. The, w- said, was that
1: also before Judge Mashile?
4: Before Judge Mashile, because those uh, yes. applications are done by the same judge. There's no point in going to a new judge. Indeed really as a case. So they lost on both counts, whether it was a, a finally, in fact, they just said, no, obviously his order was interim and he refused to suspend it. He says, I'll grant you leave to appeal, but in the meantime, implement a court order. Yes. They still refused. And then they first turned to say, you "No, know, they were going to go to court to clarify the position because in fact, before that, then they issued another termination. While we were waiting for judgment on the section eighteen and the lift appeal, they issued another termination. But you know what was very interesting with the new termination, the twenty-one August termination. Yes. They referred to the June termination. They said they were not taking back the June termination. They stood by it. Yeah. So they incorporated the old termination into the the August termination.
1: Ah. So so they, they, they almost didn't want to concede that that the judgment was correct, and 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 therefore relied on the same thing that a uh, the same dismissal that a court has already declared, albeit on an interim basis.
4: How you do that, I simply don't it's, understand. Yes,
1: yes, they indeed.
4: They specifically said in that new termination. We incorporate the old letter <laughs> that has been found to be unlawful, sort of in a belligerent way.
1: Because I, I imagine, I imagine they, they, if you, they were in a catch twenty two in a way. Because if you want to uh, dismiss a new, in other words, for new grounds, dismiss somebody, you would have to waive any defence that you have in respect of the of the first uh, grounds for dismissal. But they seemingly wanted to have. They cake and eat it. They wanted to rely
4: <laughs> But but you put it in fact in the judgment that we got on Monday. Yeah. If you go and look, I'll send you that judgment. Paragraph eight. Judge Martina makes a very important point. He says you can't separate the first and second termination because they've incorporated the first termination which he has already found to be unlawful. The conclusion is quite simple. Yes. That the second termination itself it's also tainted because
1: it relies on the first letter and relies on the same ground. Sure. So, 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 what happened when your client, you know, before the second termination letter? So, your client um, 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 is victorious and he's then uh, uh, asked to be reinstated and presents himself, obviously, for work in in accordance with the with the, with the ruling. What then happened?
4: when when we were arguing the lift to appeal in the section eighteen? We brought a counter-application for contempt, because when we went to court on the 31st of July, they refused him entry. Yeah. So we brought a counter-application for contempt. Kid you not, while we're still waiting for that judgment, they brought the second termination. Mm. Whilst we're waiting for judgment, in case we're wrong on the first judgment, mm. on, the, on the first termination, We are terminating again this Mm. so-called second termination. But what we did, we brought that second termination. We brought another act of contempt, and the second count of contempt. We said we brought that uh, second uh, notice to to the attention of the judge. We brought an interlocutory application to introduce new evidence. Yes and last in the monday the judge allowed uh, uh, that uh, us to, to reopen the what case. was in the
1: interlocutory application because i think there was something quite pointed in the chairman of 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 old mutual where where he made a statement that i i i, I, I to this day um can't understand when he referred to the judge as as a person in a robe as one person uh, just uh, in in a robe and i thought that was quite re- regrettable because those very same people in the robes he's relied on when it suited him um, plain did you insult. did you bring it is indeed it's a it's it's a plain insult to, to to the judge himself but also to the work that all of us are doing um so as, it's not, as, it's as lawyers
4: not insulting the judge is insulting the entire system indeed which as you point out he is ready to rely on that system
1: yeah. So, did you bring that? Uh, uh, you know, was that part? I mean, uh, uh, was was that part of what you were bringing and discussing in the interlocutory? Interloc- we have not even
4: gotten there. We have not even gotten there. We're yeah. going to bring that again because the judge has given them a further opportunity to deal with this uh, new act of uh, contempt.
2: He w- says w-
4: you wanted there's a prima facie case of contempt on the second letter. Yeah. So he's given them another ten days to say why they should not be held in contempt and interestingly what he did, he also joined the directors of Old Digital and the reason he joined And he said because there's a possibility of imprisonment and you can't imprison a company. Yes. So he wanted the directors to be joined and must explain what were were they thinking when they brought the second uh, termination. So so, Michael, it's quite serious. The situation is dire. It's quite quite serious. It's. I mean, and there's I, I, a possibility I, I, that yeah. we're going to introduce the insult in this uh, third act or fourth act of content.
1: Yes, because it kind of shows that you know once once you once you make a statement like that uh, and then fail to you know honor the 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 the, the ruling, it, it it kind of shows your your state of mind as a company even.
4: Of because, course, because I mean,
1: of course. yeah,
4: of course, I mean, that's the whole argument that you know the the apology must be looked at against the conduct itself, whether it's like the apology is uh, is bona fide, correct? No doubt there's going to be argument about it, but you know, there's something also which was particularly concerning about the press conference, in fact, two things. The first thing for a chairman of a blue chip company like Old Mutual to come out and say publicly, "I'm going to run Mr. Moyo uh, Drive, but he run out of start. Yeah, it's quite regrettable to And, and that's that's
1: actually something that I thought was missed a lot by a lot of the media because of, of there's course. a focus on the first part, but I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear much of that, where where essentially, um, you know, when we when you say you're going to run somebody dry and you say it openly, you are saying that I'm going to use the company's money, which is not your own. Um, it's the shareholder's money. I'm going to use the shareholder's money to wage a fight whose purpose is to run somebody dry.
4: Of course. I mean, it's just inappropriate to yeah. say something like that. Another thing that was missed, uh, uh, Michael, is that that was an old mutual platform for the chairman to to bring his personal fight against EAF, EFF, in that first conference was also unfortunate.
1: Mm. Mm. Because... That was
4: I, got nothing to do with EFF and this personal fight.
1: Yeah. I, I, I guess it's because it's the same lawyers.
4: <laughs> no, it's not the same lawyers. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying
1: it's right, lawyer. but I'm just saying... <laughs> The same lawyers. <laughs> it, it's not, no, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. It's so, so, so where, to, where to from now? I mean, you're now sitting with, you, you, you're going to wait for 10 days, and that 10 days uh, is, is essentially um, giving the directors personally an opportunity to say why they shouldn't be held in contempt. But has the court said the conduct is itself in, uh, contemptuous and therefore uh, some directive that Mr. Moyer resume his work?
4: Prima facie, the judge says prima facie is contemptuous. They must show cause
1: yes. why they should not be held to be in contempt. Mm. Okay, so so the next step is, is, is that, and in the meantime, Mr. Moyo remains at home.
4: Not not necessary. We went today. In fact, the reason we went back to uh, to work today mm. was to give them an opportunity to purge or mitigate their contempt. Yes. And they, they they completely missed the opportunity. In fact, what they did, they aggravated the contempt. Do you know these things, Michael?
1: Not the Afropolitans. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> aggravated Instead of allowing Mr. Moyer to, to take his position, and they would use this as, as, as an explanation for the previous contempt, sort of to lessen the sentence. Yeah. They aggravated it. Belligerently so.
1: Yeah. All right. I think that's all the time we have for. Thank you so much. I know that we, we took you out of your comfort zone and you, you made some great strides just to be able to, to talk to us, uh, Mr. Mabuza. But I think uh, we're very grateful and we'll, be, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on, on, on the developments of this case. Certainly from me, I have a different interest from, from you. You, know, you are involved, but I'd like to see uh, how this contempt of court plays out because that's going to be very good for our law. So I, I look forward to the developments of what you guys get out there.
4: Thank you, Michael. Thank you to, to, your, to your
1: listeners. Indeed. Thank you so much. That's uh, Mr. Eric Mabuza. He's the attorney representing uh, Mr. Peter Moyo in a case against Old Mutual. That's the law report. Thank you so much for, for listening in and thank you so much for calling in, particularly in the first part of the show. Um, we, we are back again uh, next week where we'll be talking about yet another issue of law. From me, Michael Montwening, Bill, thank you so much and thank you to you, uh, Mr. Ngobizita Mlelo. <laughs> okay. Don't make those jokes again. All right. We're back next week. Good night.